Hello and welcome back to The Odd Pod. In this week's podcast, we'll be discussing some of the things that Tom Mitchell brought up with Chris Cherry in our most recent webinar. Tom Mitchell is an England and Great Britain rugby seven captain and Olympic silver medalist. And to catch the full webinar, you can check out our UOK Doc YouTube page. Link is in the podcast description. I really hope you enjoyed this. It was a really good conversation and there were some amazing points. UOK Doc is a charity supporting the mental health and well-being of doctors. To help support us as a charity, please check out our text donate options in our podcast description. To find out more about UOK Doc, please check out our Instagram page and our website. This will be a conversational piece hosted by Chris Cherry. I hope you enjoy it. It's worth bearing in mind that these are the thoughts, opinions and experiences of those involved in the conversation only. Welcome to this week's UOK Doc podcast. Delighted to have Dan Gear and Mark Seaman again with me to discuss last week's conversation I had with Tom Mitchell. Tom is captain of Rugby Sevens. They won the silver in the 2016 Olympics and got to the semi-finals in the Commonwealth Games and were due to play at Japan this year. He had a lot to say about leadership and the challenges that he was faced with when it came to injury. So welcome to the two of you. What were your thoughts, some of the things that you thought were valuable or important that he raised for me i mean it was an absolutely amazing conversation i really enjoyed it and he brought up such a wide breadth of things he's covered a a lot of really amazing points on topics that we've talked about all the way from kindness to dealing with adversity to um, leadership and and um, how to deal with expectations of yourself and i thought he handled the conversation really really well it's really interesting to see the parallels between sort of high level sports and um, the the expectations you put on yourself in those and in uh, medicine where you have high expectations of yourself and it's again a high performance field one of the things that i thought was interesting at the beginning was when he talked about sort of nurturing himself learning about his own mind i think that was an absolutely fascinating part of the conversation where he talked about learning to know about himself and how knowing himself helped him to develop tactics, become a better player, become a better leader, manage his expectations and manage his triggers really well. And I thought that learning about yourself is really all of the very heart of mental health is learning about what your own brain and what your own mental well-being, how how it adapts and responds to different scenarios and why it does what it does. Why you do what you do because of it. Sparky coming out firing. It was a great, it was really good. Tom Mitchell was amazing. Yeah, no, I thought I, I uh, the bits that stood out for me, as well as what, what Mark has said, is a building upon his kind of his uh, identity of himself that he spoke about, and then how he progressed into being a leader and, and trying to be authentically agile in that role, which I think is really crucial, actually. So I think people sense when someone is not being uh, authentic. So I think having that authenticity with your execution and what and what you're doing, especially as a leader, is really important. And um, I thought that was really interesting. And I thought also uh, the bits that you, Chris, and Tom touched upon regarding the highs and lows of tournaments, of training, of that intense adrenaline rush and, and intense period, maybe over a couple of weeks, and then the coming down off of that it is for me, was very similar to how I feel within medicine and, and when I'm leaving a team, going on to a new team. I mean, the parallels were just so clear to me. It was really interesting. Yeah, no, I was very, I was really struck by the similarities between what you guys have spoke about. Well, just the way he was talking about the work and the sort of challenges and his philosophy, his sort of things that he needed to focus on and pay attention to just seems so relevant and applicable to you 
I mean, in a way, it would be relevant to anybody, but it just seems such a mirror version of what you have to go through on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, now, even from where he was talking about his identity as a rugby player and how important that had become to him. And um, and it's the same for doctors, I think. When you're going into med school, when you go through med school, and when you graduate and when you're a doctor, that identity, that whole idea, that whole ego around the idea of being a doctor becomes a very big part of your life. And I think Tom mentioned how it was important that he recognized that, you know, he wasn't just flying the one flag, you know, if he kept focusing solely on rugby, there were other parts of his life that would not not nourish and and grow. Um, And the same with medicine, you know, it's important to acknowledge hobbies, partners, friends, things outside of medicine so you grow as a whole person and i found that that whole uh, talking about his identity and and, and rugby and um, himself as a sports professional i thought that was quite a big parallel to, to how doctors feel about medicine and how you feel within a team um how you feel working in a medical team is very similar i imagine to how he feels working in a rugby team you're all parts you're trying to succeed towards the same goal you're all trying to be better and you're all quite self-critical yourselves along the way. Um, and I thought you addressed that really well, um, highlighting the importance of acknowledging the fact that you're a human as well, and it's important to feed other parts of your life to help you grow. I think he talked about surfing and how he acknowledged that spending time surfing meant that he might be a little bit more tired for the rugby game, but that was really important for him. That was feeding his soul. That made him rejuvenated in another way. That might have been important for his, his role in the next game i think definitely the part that you're saying mark about where tom spoke about identity is is really important and i think it's probably why i I, you know mike fisher in his first webinar that he did and also another conversation that we've had from from another organization both mentioned that a lot of the time doctor you know they see doctors and a lot of the time the doctors are talking about i don't know if i want to be in medicine or you know i don't know if i should leave medicine and I've definitely myself have flirted with that idea of, do I leave medicine? You know, do I want to go and do something else? And I think part of that kind of struggle in my head was, you know, the issue of, of actually, well, actually, it's a huge part of my life. It's become a, a huge part of who I am. And then on the flip side, we both entered medicine as, as postgraduates. So, you know, I still see that life that I had prior to medicine as well. So there is, you know, I, I still almost remember of, of if you will, that other part. And I think it's really important as a doctor to be well-rounded because ultimately if you're a well-rounded doctor, and what I mean by well-rounded is that, you know, you go and see your friends, you see your families, you, you keep up with your hobbies and you do the things that keep you nourished in a wellness perspective, then actually you're going to be 100 times better for that patient when you're taking care of them than if you hadn't have done those things. And I know that, you know, you, you and I, Mark, have spoken a lot about exercise as a form of kind of movement therapy, et cetera. And I think, you know, that, that, that was just crystal clear um, yeah. uh, in terms of what Tom was saying as well. And also, you know, for, for those people that uh, medics in the UK, you enter medicine very young at 18. And I think there's nothing wrong uh, I'm not advocating for it, but I think there's nothing wrong for having that space of going, actually, maybe I entered the wrong career here. If that's during medical school or just outside of medical school, it's, it's important that, that doctors have that room there. You know, they're not defined by that very early identity put on them. Mm-hmm. As, as with any career changes that happen. Yeah, you don't want to become overly attached to 
an idea of something right? saying that medicine or being a doctor it, it's it's not you as a person it's a part of, it might be part of how you see yourself and it might be part of the identity that you portray to other people but it, it's not the whole you and it shouldn't be the whole you if you need to let that bit go then that's okay yeah yeah exactly yeah no i mean it's an interesting one isn't it you sort of because you're sort of part of that conversation is, is is as much about from the very beginning working out why you're drawn to the work whether you're whether it's actually the reality of it is sort of what you thought it was how you respond to it how, how you deal with it it's all right to let go of it if it doesn't feel the right uh, career path it, it just feels from the, from the very beginning you're talking about being much more conscious about what's happening to you i mean you you two have clearly kind of you've, you've chosen the paths that you're on is there anything particularly you would have that would have added something if you'd had these conversations then not so much about being on the right path or not but there are there other in other ways there would have been relevance that would have informed some of what you've been through i don't know i think it's it's um part of the self-development and part of i wouldn't change what i've done i wouldn't change the experiences i've had and i wouldn't change the path i've chosen because that's partly why i've become who i am i think doctors are incredibly privileged in some ways because human beings are amazing because they can constantly evolve their personality they can constantly strive to be better people. They can learn. And doctors are exposed to such a diverse range of, of people, experiences, of life paths, that I wouldn't give that up for anything because I think we're incredibly privileged in that we get to experience that diversity and grow from it. And I think it's quite a unique experience. So I don't think I would change the path I've gone on. Maybe I would have, at the beginning, been less gung-ho about you know spending all my time learning about one particular thing or you know it would have been maybe a little bit more proactive with building myself up in other ways uh, keeping hobbies going and nurturing friendships and things like that because they're incredibly important but I don't think I would have changed the path because it's been so rewarding in many ways. I mean for me it's you know having the identity of a doctor and I think I identified with other professions that I won't name uh, before in the past but it is you know it is I mean I guess I do sympathize or uh, empathize with Tom on some aspects of you know if you were if I were to leave medicine as much as that decision would be I'm going to leave medicine or, or stop medicine that there would be a, a process there that would be very much like grief in terms of like loss of like mm -hmm. or, you know I've lost that part of me I mean it may be for something uh, it may be a very active decision on my part to leave medicine so I think I think going looking back three or four years ago if I had you know allowed myself that uh, room to to say actually it's okay if at one point I don't want to do medicine anymore then that you know I'd, I'd still be in the same situation I am today which is you know still doing surgical training but I think it, it frees up a lot of stuff in your head that actually, you know, what's important is that you're doing something that makes you happy and uh, and that fulfills you. And medicine is hard, but it definitely doesn't feel like a job to me. It never really has felt like a job. It feels like it's bloody hard. It's really hard sometimes, but it's never felt like a job. I mean, that's what uh, clinched it for me, at least what clinches it now for me. Do, do, do you think that's a common, do you think that's a shared sort of view, sort of amongst colleagues, peers? I think so. Yeah, I think it's, it's something that we talk about sometimes where we're like, you know, what, what else would you do? 
um what else you know we do some crazy things sometimes we get to experience some pretty amazing things and yeah it's incredibly hard sometimes and you also see some also awful stuff and you have some adverse experiences but you also get to you know you get to witness you know you help people survive through things that they wouldn't have otherwise survived through you see babies being born you see families coming together you, these are things you do every single day this isn't like a one-off event in your life you do these things every single day and i think people do you know doctors often think oh you know what else would i have done you know would i have made more money doing this or would i have had a better life balance doing this but at the end of the day they do stay in medicine uh, because there's such a it's almost like a drug you know you get such a reward out of so many things you do that the the cost and the cost is quite high is you know is worth it i think most of the time <laughs> i mean it, it sounds very um uh, genuine true what you're saying um and then i'm just no, no, not not to sort of push back against it but just to include d d didn't you didn't there wasn't there something today about how many doctors will are considering leaving uh, i mean but a lot of doctors that leave the nhs they don't leave the profession they uh they go abroad or they take fellowships or they pursue research or teaching, but still within the field of medicine in some way. Right. Um, I mean, there are lots of people who become very successful and, you know, they've, they've made that choice. They've moved out of the field of medicine altogether. But most people who um, say they're going to, you know, leave the NHS. I mean, I left the NHS for two years, but I was still working as a doctor. Um, right. And um, I have, Dan, we both got lots of friends who've gone across to Australia and they've left the NHS, but they're still working as doctors and they're still growing as doctors. Some will come back, some won't. Like I always feel it as you have, you know, you have some doctors that are want a different experience and want a different experience in a healthcare system and country. And then you always have, you know, the doctors that, that are, will be on the fringe that will stop being, a, you know, going into work as a doctor, but, but will be working in aligning industries um uh so they're still connected in some way 100 so it, it's in it's it's in your bones really the work itself you, so i suppose my attention is more the and going back to part of what uk docker is about it's a sort of version of 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 how you live your life being a doctor in terms mm -hmm. of how you attend to your mental and emotional well-being doesn't seem as if it's sort of uh, something you need attention to to literally decide whether to be a doctor or not it's just it's just how much you enjoy it and are able to kind of really engage with it in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, I think probably we're, we're sounding quite black and white, like, you know, on our, well, at least I am on like on, on surgical training and my choices that I've made. I think that, you know, the reality is that there are days that are really hard and you do question like why, why, why you're in the profession of being a doctor and why, you know, you may be working, longer hours for some or shorter hours for some whatever it may be you know that there is at least for me that there is that um kind of flirt as it were you know on those really tough days it's like you do question yourself but you know in my previous uh you know profession playing tennis i did the same thing you know i you know i i questioned myself but i look back on that life going wow what a life you know that was amazing but you know i remember questioning myself then and that shit was really hard. I mean, it's good to be curious. I mean, like the last few podcasts and the last few webinars, they've all talked about the importance of maintaining curiosity. Um, so it's good to wonder what other career options you have or why you're still doing the things you do. Because I think if you remind yourself of why you're still going through those hardships and then you're like, oh yeah, actually I'm still doing it because there's, there's a lot of positives there. And, um, you know, 
there might be things that are hard to cope with and you know the whole UK doc is to help try and help people through those and recognize those and build skills that they can use to cope with those I just finished a, a weekend of long days um, covering a few wards and they were awful <laughs> got home at 11 I ended up phoning the hospital again at midnight because I couldn't sleep but then today I had an amazing experience you know it wasn't even something that was going very well it just had a very good interaction with another human being in a doctor patient way and that made me feel very good about myself and the job I was doing. And one of the things that, uh, just as you're talking, I'm reminded of what Tom emphasised is also just the importance of, of speaking out loud about how you're feeling in certain difficult situations. I mean, he seemed to put a, or did put a lot of emphasis on being open and being honest um, and being able to support each other in, through being open and honest as part of a team. And then... As individuals, I know you work in different ways as teams. Well, just the importance of talking about things. Did you did that come across in what Tom was? Yeah, I think so. So I think Mark and I had a conversation maybe that night or the or the following evening, and um, we referenced Tom and when he was saying that I think he got you know his team mm. um, had to stand stand up and say something vulnerable i'm not sure if that's completely what what tom said but it says something quite personal to them and you know i've never i've never had to do that uh, you know in a team of doctors and i can imagine that that would i imagine that's quite a good tactic actually if you're if you know you're going to be on the same firm and uh, you you know rather you know you, you do getting to know each other's exercises i mean that's quite a that's quite a close-knit team that are doing that but i remember him saying that it was fairly new team members that were also I'm having to do that as well. And I think that would, you know, that's something that would be interesting to take forward. As just sort of normalising things, because I imagine the first time people do it, it'd be so heightened, like there's a confessional element to it or a revealing of something that by its very nature you feel quite kind of exposed to. But if you just sort of normalise the stresses and strains, whether then it just becomes sort of just part of just a healthy outlook. You can name these things without having to then sort of sit examining them and reflecting on them in a way that sort of doesn't serve you really yeah i think that was actually one of the the highlights for me of of a or many of the many highlights of, of tom's conversation with yourself chris the, the team building aspects you spoke of and getting to know your team in the ways you mentioned dan but that i think that's one of the most important things any junior doctor can do from the very beginning is to have those coffee breaks with your colleagues because they're so valuable they don't just allow you to decompress and have a break from the ward. They also allow you to chat about any worries. They allow you to learn things from your seniors and your colleagues. They allow you to get to know each other and build relationships so that when you're, you know, if you build a, a strong team relationship, you're more likely to want to do things for each other and account for each other. And that's important on the wards. And that's really important in a hospital or any um, team, team setting. You need to look out for each other. And, you know, talking about your personal lives and ice breaking and, socializing with your fellow f1s when you first start as an f1 to build these networks they're really important and they carry you through a lot of a lot of the hardships in the early years yeah i think that's yeah i think that's right and i think the you know as as doctors you know i mean some people may argue this point but i think it's you do have to be a, a leader at some point whether that's on a night shift looking after a sick patient and you're the only doctor there you're you're behaving as a leader you know, you're, you're, you're leading the team around you or whether you are 
in an operating theatre and you may be co-leading, as it were, with an anaesthetist or, you know, or if you're, you know, in a clinic, whatever the situation may be, I think that in, at some point in a doctor's career, you, you, you will take that leadership role. And uh, I think it's really important that to use Tom's phrase, and actually it's a phrase that's been used in my master's when we were learning how to pitch uh, for businesses, is being authentic. Uh, and having that authenticity is really key. So it's really key when doing a pitching event because people are going to they're gonna smell when you're not being authentic. And I think it's going to be the same if you're you know, uh, being a leader, but actually you're not being yourself. I can imagine someone going, Dan, <laughs> why are you being, why are you shouting at everyone or whatever? Because, you know, that's, that's not who you are. And I think it's having that element of bringing forward that, you know, who you are to that leadership role that, that Tom brought forward that was really interesting. What was it that Tom said, Agile? What was the thing he said? Authentic agility. It, that's, that, that really is the kind of heading for it in the face of the known and the unknown demands, challenges of the day. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you have to have integrity in everything you do and you have to be willing to adapt and portray that integrity in different demanding situations. And that, you know, whether you're being a doctor to a patient or a doctor to another doctor or yourself to yourself, you have to be, you have to have authenticity and you have to have integrity. Yeah. What do you mean by integrity? By integrity, I mean um, being honest and being open, being direct, recognizing the the truths that are going on around you and portraying them in, in the in the way that that um, you would expect to have them portrayed to you yeah no no i agree no i thought tom said a lot of really good stuff in that podcast and i think that and i really hope that doctors do listen to that because i think they will see that it's really really important if you're actually going in it with the mindset that you want to take away something from it and reflect and try and draw parallels to experiences you've had whether it's Caroline's or, or Mike's or Tom's, all those podcasts, or you could pick out bits and, and fit them to how you felt at various times. And I think they just, they just all articulate it in really good and slightly different ways. Yeah, definitely. Thank you both for participating in this evening's conversation. Tom, uh, I think, made a, a powerful impact on the two of you and it's well worth anybody listening to this podcast checking out his conversation with me. Mm. on the UK Doc YouTube channel. Uh, so thanks, Mark. Thank you, Dan, for being in this UK Doc podcast. Thanks very much, Chris. Thank you. So that was our podcast after an amazing webinar with Tom Mitchell. If you haven't checked it out, please do. It's well worth it. And we could have talked for hours and hours on some of the things he brought up. And in some exciting news, we have a webinar series that starts on the 11th of June. We've got a great weekly lineup every Thursday for six weeks featuring Caroline Webb, Mike Fisher, Tom Mitchell, Julia Samuels, Adam Kay, and Aman Kunar. Please check out our UOK.website under the Huddle section to find out more about this exciting seminar series. And we look forward to seeing you again on our next podcast.